Hello. I'm Adina. And I'm Edison. Welcome to our Doctor Who podcast. Welcome. So today we're going to be watching and reviewing The Romans. The Romans. So, as we said Where last week... We? Season 2? Season 2, Serial 12. Story yeah. number 12, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So we've got a full episode thing coming up here. We've got uh, Vicky. It's her first proper outing yeah. with the gang. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So what, the Romans. Yeah, the Romans. What do you know about this? Have you have you seen it before? I have seen it before. I've oh. seen it actually quite recently. Oh, um, so you know quite a bit about this. I do. I heard it was... It's a quite a comedic story, and I heard it was quite a bit of a romp. So okay. I thought, well, I'm gonna, just going to drop in and give it, give, a go. That, give it a go. So I did. Did you enjoy it? I did. Oh, that's it good. It was a bit of a comedic romp. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I know nothing about it, so I think I'm no. going to be taking my cues from you, I suppose. Yeah. It's the first one in a while that one of us has actually seen. So we, the last, for a yes. good while, we haven't seen, neither of us have known anything. I think the next one would be The Chase, I think. No, it's The Web Planet, according to TARDIS Wikia. No, no, I mean the one I've seen. Oh, right. I've not seen <laughs> The Chase for years. When, when is that? Is that series one? Is that series that two? That's this series, but I think it's right at the end of the series. Okay. Bar one, I think. I think that's the only other one, but like I said, that was years and years ago. But this was this was only a year or so ago, a year or two maybe. Oh, fair enough. Quite recent. Yeah, no. The only thing I know about this is the fact that it's called the Romans and they fall off a cliff. That's yeah. That's it. That's all you really need to know. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll go and go and watch these, and then we'll we'll let you know what we think. Going. Right. See you later. Bye. Hello. Hello. We're back. We're back. A couple of weeks after the fact, but still. A couple of weeks, yeah, we watched it. Must have been, we watched it a couple of weeks ago. We did. Life has once again been busy. But anyway, really. point is, is we're recording now. <laughs> it wasn't that long Fun ago. Fact, the uh, time we listened to it is as far ago in the past as the Romans was to BBC when they filmed this. <laughs> oh, ha, 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 ha. Anyway, um, yeah, general thoughts. I really enjoyed this one. Yes, it was good. It was a quite funny little romp. It was uh, there was a lot, quite a lot of comedy in there. It was a very co- comedic episode. For, for, well, it was very comedic for Doctor Who. For its yes. compared to usual, yeah, it's not like it was you know only fools and horses or something. No, no. but yeah, no, it was pretty good. So I think I'm going to jump into the um, the summary on TARDIS Wiki. So we've got um, landing in Rome, AD sixty four. The travellers take a rare holiday. While Ian and Barbara are happy to relax, the Doctor and Vicky set off to pursue adventure. However, adventure soon finds Ian and Barbara too, as they are kidnapped by slave traders, and the Doctor's imitation of Maximus Petulian sees him taken to the court of Emperor Nero, where he inadvertently plays a part in deciding the course of history. Oh, that's a good summary. Good summary. Set that's a very you good up. summary. I just set you up. Without spoiling things. So I think we'll jump into the first episode, I suppose. Cool. First episode is The Slave Traders. So you're awake at last, young man. I'd like to stay here as long as possible. Where are you going, Doctor? To Rome, my child. To women. Yes, there is suitable, I agree. They moved into a villa just north of the town about a month ago. Let's get them. Ian? Run, Ian, wake up! Ah! Yes, he's dead. And it doesn't look a natural death to me. Bad. Have you any idea how the Romans treated their slaves? Fail me again and you'll lose more than your tongue. Ian! (laughs) Ian! So, we come back to the cliffhanger, the literal cliffhanger, Mm -hmm. of the TARDIS. 
hanging off a cliff, well not hanging off a cliff, but falling Tilting off a cliff. Tilting off a cliff, and cliff. then falling off a cliff. Whoa, and then it falls off. Crash lands, we go dun dun dun. Um, so it cuts to Ian. Eating grapes. Yeah, he is lying there and you think, oh no, Ian, he's dead. Yeah, he's and in heaven. He gets some grapes and goes, no, no, no. I think it's an intentional, you go, huh? Yeah. He, whatever. And, and then and then he eats some grapes and you go, what's going on here? My expectations have been subverted. <laughs> and it pulls out and they're in, they're in, you see, they've landed in Rome. In I think it's quite near Rome. Rome. Near Rome. Mm-hmm. And they've happened upon a villa <laughs> which they are empty. now living in. Um, and An empty so, villa. Empty villa. And they've been here about a month at this point. It's crazy. They reveal. Yeah. Yeah, they've just been chilling. They've just had a time jump. So they've had a nice, they're having a nice rest. So they're all wearing togas and all that kind of thing, eating grapes. Yeah, Barbara and Vicky have been heading out to the local markets, which yeah, they do. That's, that's the next scene, actually, off. yeah. He's seen the doctor in the villa, and then Barbara and Vicky head out to the nearby town to the market. Yes. Um... But they are followed. Here's where we start getting into the conflict. They are yes. followed by two men who appear to be slave traders. They do indeed. The, the ones from the title. Potentially. Maybe. Maybe. That, that, that's what I was getting at. You know, they, they, they seem to have noticed them because they've got um, different accents and they're like, oh, they're foreigners. They're, they're Britons. Yeah, they're Britons. If we, you know, they're probably a perfect thing because no one would report them missing. Yeah, they're, not, got, they're not actually they, from this country. So he kind of bribes this, you know, little comedy scene, bribes this, this um, market store owner lady, keeps giving her money so she'll give him facts. She says, oh yeah, they've just arrived a month ago and no one knows anything about them, so they've got no family or anything. So he goes, ah, oh, perfect. It's <laughs> perfect for my slave trading. My slave trading, yes. My slave trading ways. Yes. Yes, that's pretty much that. I mean, I kind of thought it was going to jump Happen straight away way. with those two, and I was like, I thought I read the description earlier and it wasn't like that, and it's not like that, because someone's kind of waiting on the road between the villa yes. and the and the um and the like town. A Roman soldier, isn't he? Yeah. Well I'm not quite. No, no, think, that's no, like it's, a, sorry. Yeah, I think it's a um it's someone waiting in the undergrowth who just looks very shifty and I thought he was gonna mug them at first, but he just lets them carry on going past. Mm. So they make it back without any incident and it's been like, okay, this is still not going quite as I was expected. So it kind of set things settle back into the, the normal life of the villa, so they have dinner. They do. Yeah, Barbara's some... done like some peacock and fancy stuff that the yeah. doctor's loving. He's going, oh yes, this peacock is delicious. It's delicious. Barbara. Could you pass oh, me some wonderful. more of that, you know, juniper sauce? And... Yeah, you go, what, what, what's this dessert? It's delicious. And she's like, oh, it's ant's eggs. And he's like, ant's eggs. <laughs> Wait, what? Ant's eggs. Yeah, um, it's quite funny. But, uh, it's quite funny. It's nice to have them all. It's a lot, like, nice little bit of character stuff. I think they've, they've mm. kind of bonded more as a as a group in the time off camera as well. They seem a lot more comfortable around each other. Mm. But there is not all peace and harmony in, in the group so much. No. Well, not quite. It's because Vicky's bored. Yeah, she's very bored. She's very bored. She's like, I thought she you said, guys went on adventures. <laughs> thought we were going to go travelling and stuff. And... You told me you did all these cool stuff and we've just been sat here for a month. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she wants to get going and do something. She's no, like, you're in like, Rome. I was like, well, yeah, you can come with me to Rome. And they're like, wait, you're going to Rome? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm heading off tomorrow. And and Ian's like, did you not tell us? And he's like, oh, you think I need to tell you everything? Chesterfield or whatever, you know. Oh yeah, it's quite good, isn't it? Where he's like, he calls him the wrong name. Was it Chesterfield? And Barbara goes Chesterton. He goes, ah, Ian, oh, she's calling you. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's, it's it's quite amusing. Um, 
But yeah, no, he doesn't seem. He's, he's like, no, you two aren't coming with me. You think I need a? You think I need a? Uh, just because I'm an old man. Just an you old think man. I need someone to come and look after me. No. Vicky's like, oh, do you mind if I come? He goes, oh yeah, no, come on, we'll have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and Barbara like, well, they can have a great time. We're just going to stay here and chill. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Pretty much. And then we do actually see them. Once the doctor and Vicky get on their way, we just kind of see them just relaxing and yeah. To be honest, I know which one I would choose. I'd definitely choose to relax. <laughs> Especially oh. after all the adventures they've been through yeah. so far. Vicky, I can understand. She kind of was like, oh, it's exciting to come out. And then they're like, let's stay here for a month. She's like, oh, it's a bit boring. Because she yeah. was stuck somewhere else for a long time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I get what she wants to sort of, you know, go out and explore a little bit. But the slave traders have made their way to the villa and they're attacking it. They attack. They attack. Um, they were hoping for four people, but there's only two. And of course, it's not the two they were really expecting anyway, because they thought it'd be two women. But yeah, no, it's Ian and Barbara are still there, and uh, Barbara actually ends up knocking Ian out. Yeah, Ian's <laughs> been okay fighting them off, and then because of course he's a warrior, we all know this. We all know this. Him and he's, he's a science teacher, obviously. Oh yeah, I think it's probably science in their minds is a bit like in Marvel comics, where like the Hulk or whatever, where they accidentally <laughs> like spill a chemical on yeah. Ian, and then he becomes incredibly buff and goes, "I'm a superhero now." I mean, possibly. I'm going to fight an Aztec warrior kind of thing. <laughs> um, so he does that. Yes, well, Barbara... Barbara uh, decides to join, join in, so she grabs a pot and mm-hmm. then goes, I'll hit this guy on the head, and then he moves, and then she plonks Ian on the head. Yeah. Ian is knocked out, and they're both taken away. Both taken away, prisoner. Silly slave. Barbara. Yeah, well, slaves, yeah. Yeah, so they end up getting um, chained up to the uh, the slave wagon, along with everyone else, and off they pop. Yeah, now back for the Doctor and Vicky. They find a dead body in the road. Dun, dun, dun. I think dun, they're looking. Dun, dun. I think looking at the likes of flowers, and they go, "Oh my god, there's a dead body." In there's the a dead body. It's like in the what? bush. <laughs> if you can't go, be right with it, yeah. They poke it with this. The daughter. I think the daughter does poke it with a stick, and it's like, yeah, yeah, he's dead. Quite recently. So this too. this guy was killed by the man that was waiting in the bushes earlier. Yes. And mm. then they see a Roman, then they they do see a Roman. A Roman um, pretty much comes ambling along, and they're like, a, oh. like a Roman soldier, and they want to pick up the dead guy's lyre. Yeah. Musical instrument. Yes, and. Comes around and pretends to be him. I think, in a way. I think, I think he's holding it. And he's like, you know, what are you up to, young man? And he goes, Ah, oh, you must be, you are. You, you must be. Um, are you the owner of this liar? And I'm just like, Yes. Uh, yes. So, well, you must be Maximus Battalion, the uh, famous Corinthian liar player, who was meant to be going to Rome to play for Emperor Nero himself. Well, and Doctor's like, Oh yes, of course, of course, oh, well, that's me. That's me. And here's my assistant, Vicky. You know. Yeah. You will take us there. And the guy's like, oh, yes, no, we were worried about you because you didn't show up. So I was sent to come and retrieve you. So the, the doctor says, Vicky, you know, he's a bit suspicious of all this, so he's mm-hmm. going to work out what's going on. Plus, there's an opportunity to meet Emperor Nero, so... True. And just be literally in the centre of everything, yeah. as usual. So as usual. He yeah. likes his crazy historical figures who do he, horrendous he, acts. He does, which is a bit weird. It's like top trumps to him, really, isn't it? Like, <laughs> get the sign of cards, sort of thing. Like a little... Yeah, I've got, um, I don't know who on it, some horrendous figure in history or what have you, and goes, here you go. Gigas oh, Khan. I can't believe I got to meet Hitler, you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Dear. <laughs> yeah, no. I think Hitler's a little bit too recent, isn't it? So it's still bad. I think yeah. the further back you go, the less bad the person seems to kind of be perceived as. You're like, oh, yeah, that was a bit of a dickhead, wasn't it? We. Yeah. We. It's like, yeah. They probably were just as bad as Hitler. Maybe not as successful, but... 
doing things like, was it like Angerstown chucking dead bodies into enemy cities and all this kind of thing? Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, that's grim. Yeah. There's yeah. have been some bad people in history in the Doctor. Seems to quite enjoy talking with them. Back with uh, Ian and Barbara, it's going from bad to worse. They're already, yeah. you know, dejected, and Ian's got a headache, obviously, and Barbara's like, that was so bad that that person smashed a bottle on your head. Yeah. Whoopsie. Um, what a monster. Yeah, and a passing slave trader comes by, and he needs some more men, like some more strong, able bodies, so Ian gets taken off. They get split up. They get split up, which is pretty bad, actually. Um, and then, of course, Barbara's like, oh, no, you know, because she's being taken to Rome to um, have a, you know, for the auction. And, you know, because... Ian says, I'll meet, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. And the guy's like, you're going nowhere near Rome, mate, you know. Like I'm taking... Going in the complete opposite direction. Yeah, because they're think... like... Before they get split up, they kind of theorise. They say, do you think the Doctor and Vicky will even know we're gone? They said, well, I suppose they they won't until they come back. And how long will they wait for? Which is kind of thing, you know, will they... Will they even notice? Up, yeah, exactly, yeah. Because it's a big place. They could be it anywhere. Is. If they're not killed or whatever. They wouldn't even know if they just but wandered off. Quite... Or... I think there's quite a good bit, good bit of character here. I quite liked um, where Barbara was like kind of don't realise the way they treated slaves like she does because yeah. she's a history teacher so she was like you know I know it was a horrendous time to be alive and be a slave yeah. so yeah she's um, I think every time it's horrendous to be a slave it is but yeah Ian's pretty much like we'll get out of this and Barbara's just like I don't think there was any getting out of this this is pretty yeah. bad yeah um, yeah back with the doctor um, shock horror the Roman dude the guard that's kind of you know looking after them um, it's a bad guy. Dun, 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 dun. So I think Argus has got this assassin fella. Comes yeah, up. he 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 basically hired the original kid, the one that we saw in the bushes, one the original bushes. assassin. Who's doing dodgy and says you didn't even do your job properly, you know. You fool! But if you go and do it now, go finish the job, then you can keep your money. And he kind of yeah. gives him the keys to the room that Doctor and Vicky are staying in, and says, "Off you go." So he gets his knife out and he goes into their B and B room. Yeah, pretty much like a B and B room. Yeah. Uh, oh man, what's it called? Premier in room and with a knife and in he goes and he goes. that's the cliffhanger. That is and the cliffhanger. Dun, dun, dun. It's a pretty oh, good cliffhanger. That's our first dun 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 of the episode. Dun 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 dun. Let's make really? it a good dun 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 dun. Yeah. No half arsing here. I'll, I'll get some instruments out and we can do a proper dun dun dun. dun. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I quite, enjoyed, I quite enjoyed it. It was quite good. Um... There's a lot more like from, from what we've been saying there's a lot more in the beginning of just the character interactions, which mm-hmm. are quite really nice to. There's quite, there's quite a few kind of funny you know, jokes. When you sometimes you get it like this, where they could lie in the place and then off they go, and then someone's been taken prisoner and they're yeah. doing all this and stuff, but you didn't really get a time to see them all just Be. have dinner, yeah. <laughs> I guess. And Barbara and getting the piss taken out of her when she, you know, Ian's like, "Can you yeah. go put this in the fridge?" And Barbara's like, "Oh, oh." I think it's Barbara does it to, to Ian, isn't it? Oh, she might do. I can't remember. I know that's a joke between the two of them. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. She goes, oh yeah, we got some in the fridge. And he goes, okay. And off he goes and goes, wait, wait a, a minute. Yes. But I really love I quite like the um, the Mormon Roman Roman togas. I thought they looked quite good. Mm. Quite suited them, I think. Uh, especially the Doctor. He was definitely having a good time in that. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, it was nice to have a bit more um, comedy than usual. Hmm. Yeah, even though it's going to be quite a serious situation a bit later. it was Especially from two episodes ago, which was End of the World. Dalek stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there was... Um, I think Ian and Barbara are definitely getting a bit closer. There's quite yes. a lot of banter in this one, because I remember when she was um, she was doing his hair in the Roman style. Yeah, going, let me do, let me do your hair, and she's got a little comb and stuff, and they were... Yeah, a bit of, bit of flirting. Thank you, a bit of flirting. Going, a bit of flirting. 
Yeah. Have you got any uh, facts or notes, notes or bits and bobs? Bits and bobs. Yes, you know, I the do. Usual? Lovely. We'll have a good facts and notes and bits and bobs. We do. So, this was originally intended as a spoof of a movie called Cue Vardis, I think that's how you pronounce it. Okay. A 1951 film about a Roman commander falling in love with a Christian woman and coming into conflict with Nero. However, oh. they realised while making this that Carry On Cleo was coming out soon. And uh, oh. it was about the exact same thing. So they went, oh dear, we want to do one about Nero, but let's change it to The Great Fire of Rome instead. Oh, fair enough. Nero, who's not turned up yet, is played by Derek Francis, who's a friend of Jacqueline Hills, and is the first actor to request to be in the show and ask for a role. Oh. He specifically went, oh, Dot, who's great, I would like a part. And they went, okay, we'll make you Nero. Um, the actor who played Maximus Battalion, who gets killed. Oh, yeah. Short-lived. <laughs> yeah, was Bart Allison. He was 74, and he was born in 1890. Oh, my God. Mm. That's nuts. It's crazy to think there's such an overlap. <sighs> yeah. Jesus. So long ago. Yeah, so long ago. It's 100 years before we were born. Yes, yes it was. More than 100. 100. Anyway, any more facts? Anyway, um, short one. The novelisation on this episode was in the form of letters between various people. Okay. That's it, that's my facts. Short episode. and sweet, liked it. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them aren't really specifically for it. A lot of later ones are specifically for episodes. Okay, these are just sort of This one is general, the story, I guess. Sure, sure. Oh, and apart from Maximus. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, we'll move on to episode two, I suppose. Yes, episode two. All roads lead to Rome. I realise you're a man of many talents, Doctor, but I didn't know fighting was... My dear, I am one of the best. I have to say about getting you some new clothes. I want you looking special at the slave auction. Ready? Roll! Young woman, I want to help you. I'm going to Rome. I have a friend who was taken there. I have to find him. Caesar Nero, Emperor of all Rome. How am I supposed to compose with all this noise going on? It sounds as if we're going to be trained as gladiators. Yes, but to fight what? So, so I like that, the, the name. It's like a, it's a pun. It's, they're travelling to Rome and it's a phrase. Or, yeah. Anyway, so so we start with the, the Doctor and Vicky in the room getting attacked by... The assassin. He comes in, knife ready. I like the assassin. He comes in, and the doctor is ecstatic that there's ecstatic. A... He's over pretty the moon. much that there's someone here. I think he's kind of aware. Is aware the assassin's coming at him when he's yeah. facing the opposite way, and then suddenly he turns around. There's like ha ha, and he kind of. You want to fight? Do you? Well, here we go, old boy. You know, Queensbury rules sort of thing. And <laughs> he tussles with him, and the guy's going, "I'm going to kill you." And Does he's that, kind I'm of like so excited for this good fist and, fight, and you know sort of doing like grabbing him and spinning him around and all sorts and, and Vicky comes in and is like oh my god Doctor are you right? and, then and the, they pretty much he pre- they pretty much both run him out the window no, he basically <laughs> runs out the window yeah that's like lol Vicky's like oh my god Doctor I didn't realise he was like what you didn't think I could uh, fight I love fighting <laughs> it's one of my favourite things I'm a fighter not a lover yeah. that's what everyone knows this about me <laughs> I train he's like I train this the mountain brawler of Montana or something. Yeah, so there's a lot more suddenly he's, uh, he's it's kind of like Ian's jump to Great Fight. The Doctor's had the same <laughs> injection 
Yeah, can I ask what you took to get you into the state? And I will take the same. Yeah, was training in the tell this. We didn't see it. They taught me this in science school. You know, let me show you. If you use this exact pinch on this point, they will fall over. They will fall over. They will fall out the window. <laughs> yeah, that no, was quite funny. Now, Barbara, bless her. She's pretty distraught because obviously she's been split up from Ian. She knows what the whole slave trade is like from, you know, being a history teacher. And the doctor and Vicky will have no idea she's gone. So she's kind of of the opinion that she's screwed. Yeah. But she can't get away without Ian and she's kind of, you know, now lost. To be fair, it's a pretty good opinion considering that Rome is massive and she's now just one of, you know, hmm. thousands of people. Um, and there's no clues to where she's gone. So, yeah. So she misses Ian. Um, she's not sure when she'll see him again, if ever. And uh, it's all looking pretty bleak. She's going to be sold at an auction pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ian, meanwhile, speaking of Ian, is at sea. Yeah, he's on a he's, he's on a boat and he's um being forced to row um centurions. Yes. Yes. So he's he's sat he's next to another. And they go row, row. row. Yeah, it's one of those nice, scenes. Nice stock footage of big boats and things. I'm being too mean on it, but that's quite good. You know, it cuts to this big boat going in the ocean and things. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. So him and his mate they're ch- they're chained together. They're you know just having to keep rowing. Been put been putting up with the uh, the audience that are coming down, but um, a storm is coming. Mm. They can feel it. So when so when the um, water starts to come on the ship, the slaves attack the slave master. It's all very dramatic. There's lots of thunder clapping and, and yes, the boats like rolling from side to side. Some people are off camera throwing buckets of water on them. <laughs> you can tell because suddenly it doesn't look like a wave. It just looks like it's two buckets. Being yeah, because suddenly you just get just the bucket of water. water. That's good. You're like, oh my god, could they not have used a hose or something? <laughs> Shake a hose. <laughs> yeah, no, that wasn't too great. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> things have come a long way since the buckets of water. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it kind of, I think. Uh, a beam falls on Ian and knocks him out. And oh yeah, again. He gets, knocked, he gets knocked out a lot. Oh, I well. hope it's the other side of his head. Or would that be bad? I don't know. That probably would weaken the whole skull. Then again, if it was the same side, it probably would weaken that same area. Yeah. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, Ian cares. He's obviously fine. And I care because I care for Ian. Well, he's alright. He's still fine. He's alright. So here we, we're in Rome. Mm-hmm. Come back to Rome. And we're in a marketplace. Yes. And first we had the daughter and Vicky come in. And they go, we're here. We're in Rome. Rome's so amazing. It's amazing. It's so full of life. And they, in the slave auction starts. And Vicky's like, this is so exciting. Let's go have a look. What is this? And the daughter's like, no, no, you don't want to see this. Because he knows, oh, God, this is a slave auction. You don't want to be seeing this part of history. So he takes her away. And as they go, Barbara comes up. So they miss each other. This is a recurring theme throughout yeah, the entire... They're, they're running around. You can keep track of them. Kind of, They they meet the same people. And they're they in do, like, yeah. opposite sides of a door. And all this kind of stuff. And yeah. they never bump into each other. No. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite funny. So anyway, part of the comedy. Barbara's being sold off into slavery. Um, she comes yeah. on to the thing. The crowd are like, wee. It's a brute. Lovely. Brit and they're like, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll oh, I forgot a part. There's this man earlier. Barbara's in her cell, and this man comes in and goes, I will help you, but you must be a slave. Yes. I will buy you and give you a good life as a slave, I suppose. Mm-hmm. He's picked and, her out. Yeah. We get to the 
auction. auction. And they're all chucking bids in and having a good time jeering. And he's like, ten pounds or whatever. <laughs> ten pounds, is that it? I don't know. <laughs> Tenner. He's like, yeah, right, here you go. Um, well, yeah, it was a pretty, that's a pretty big amount for back then. I don't even know what it was actually. <laughs> well, I don't know what it would have been back then. No. I don't even know if you could probably calculate it. It's probably too far back. Ten pounds, I know. Yeah. Okay, you're right. I think it was about ten thousand, whatever it was, the uh, currency. Okay, it was ten something. I just, yeah. Okay. Way <laughs> more than ten pounds. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Anyway, so he get she gets bored by this man, <laughs> and off they go. He's called Tavia. Tavia, mm-hmm. and they're heading to Nero and his palace. The palace. Yes. That's so where Barbara will be a servant. Exactly. Tavia works for Nero, and he basically, you know, buys the servants for the the palace and the household. So. Mm-hmm. It's a better life than some slaves, but of course Barbara's like, oh god, no, I'm now, you know, a slave to Emperor Nero. Not not a great Ew. position to be in. Um, Canny um, listeners will have noticed that the Doctor and Vicky are also going to meet Emperor Nero. This is where this whole... Oh, the music, musician one them, thing. Yeah, one of them are in one room, Barbara's in the other. The Doctor is in one room, Barbara's in the other sort of thing. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so he's... um. He's come all this way to play the the liar, and of course he can't play it at he all. He cannot play. No. Before the meeting, sorry, I'm getting a little bit ahead of this. Um, we have Ian. Ian's story jumps back too quickly. So oh, yes. he's um washed up ashore. He's been unconscious for a while. But Didos, I think it was Didos. I can't quite remember. Basically, the partner he was with, that was um Jane to him, has saved them both. He pulled them both out of the um the water. And um, Ian realises from like the shoreline and stuff and everything that they must be quite close to Rome because they were travelling south or whatever um, in the ship. So um, he's like, you know, I'm going to head off and find Barbara. And he says, like, Dylos, I don't expect you to come with me because we're escaped slaves. But Dylos like, oh no, I can't let you go alone, so I'm going to have to come with you. So off they head to Rome. This is where Doctor has his meeting with Emperor Nero. Yes. Here's the Emperor who comes out eating some KFC. Uh, chicken leg and he starts questioning the doctor because the doctor is this quote unquote famous lion player Mm -hmm. and he plays it too he's kind of like you know are you really better than me Mm. and the doctor's kind of going oh no I can't possibly play when there's such a skilled person such as yourself maybe one of these yeah (laughs) you you should play for me you know it would be my honour and Nero falls for it yeah I start playing, and the doctor's like, "Ah, oh, you know, I could never That's play amazing. such a." That was amazing. And Nero says, "Why don't you play now?" And the doctor goes, "No, no, this this line should go in your, you know, your great halls to honour you, yeah, to be in like a museum." And he goes, "Oh yes, oh yes, what a great idea!" Yes. So he, I think, no, his, his cover is intact for now, but he's like, oh, "Of course, we will listen to you play later at the feast, anyway." So mm. Doris like, "Ah, uh, shit!" But Vicky, well, not I got quite. this evening, to... yes, exactly. Vicky's <laughs> like, "What the hell are you going to do?" He's like, oh, "I'll come up with something," you know, like I've come up with something for this, and Nero's, you know, taking it hook, line, and sinker. So yeah, he did. You know, it's one of those things that you're like, oh, is, is this really going to work?" Or mm. Yeah. Um, also, just just prior to Emperor Nero coming in, actually, Tavian was standing near the doctor, and he kind of whispered to him, saying that he solved the problem, which it actually turns out um, in a bit of a later scene, it was uh, killing the centurion who hired the man to kill the doctor earlier. But he, well, he was he was hired to kill the musician, 
It's a, some very weird assassination-y plots going on. Lots of plots going on. Lots of plots going on. Plus, it's, it's Roman politics, basically. Is mm. is Roman politics is basically assassinations. Lots of, yeah. Yeah. Which is and why the next and... episode is called Conspiracy. Exactly. Lots yeah. of conspiracies going around trying to kill each other. Exactly. So the Doctor's like, interesting, I must find out about this as well. Vicky's like, you're not playing a bit of a dangerous game. He goes, oh no, it's all good fun. It's all in good jest. <laughs> perfectly fine. Nothing can possibly go wrong. Exactly. It's not like we're going to become slaves or anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, spoiler, everything goes wrong. <laughs> everything goes wrong. <laughs> but yeah, no, basically, um, the end of the episode now is coming up, so we're back with Ian and his friend, and they walk into Rome and get immediately recaptured. Like, yep. immediately. And they get thrown into um, the same place as Barbara was, but they're heading to the Gladiator Games. Yep. So outside their bars, it's uh, Lions. Yeah, they go, you're going to head out into the arena. We have lions. Dun, dun, dun. We managed to get both a dun, dun, dun and, and a, a row in, in, one, in one go. Perfect. Our quota is complete. I'd be a bit disappointed if I went to a zoo and a lion went, <laughs> I think Ian would be very ecstatic. If... <laughs> he would be very happy if it just turned out to be a dude in costume. That's no, just stock footage. Again. Also, it, was, it wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that was um, episode that two. was episode two. Have you got any uh, notes or bits and bob bits and bobs? Sure. Actually, I've got one here myself. Actually, I've got a little bit of a note. It's um, apparently it says something like um, I forgot the the art of fisticuffs. Something along those lines. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Is a bit of a quote. So apparently, that's him loving to fight. This is when he was fighting the dude right at the beginning of the episode. What? <laughs> When's this yeah. happened off screen? I imagine oh, right. it's like yeah. there's probably some prior scene where they land in Victorian London and it's like Sherlock, you know, in the movie where he discombobulates <laughs> people. But it's really I, lo- I love that in, yeah. Yeah. Sherlock is great. Yeah, let's discombobulate. Ah, hmm? <laughs> oh, dear chap. Your kidney is now not functioning. Anymore. How does that feel? Yes. Two broken ribs. <laughs> An uppercut. Uppercut to the face. Distract. Check some sand or whatever. Oh, you can't see. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Shove a sonic screwdriver up your nose. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, so... And plus last episode, he was fine as well. He was. He was so indeed. This is a pretty violent time. I think they should, they should definitely... I think... Maybe after this I'll make a video of the first Doctor beating the shit out of people to Gangster's Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds great. <laughs> Watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what are the notes of facts and bits and bobs? Well... So Ian's friend here, Dydos, is Dydos. played by Peter Diamond, who will appear a few times in the show's future. He's a stunt actor and coordinator. Oh, is he? And this is like his, one of his few times he's a proper Character. role as a someone. But he's done previous, he does this, some previous Doctor Who stories and some future ones, and would later go on to work on Star Wars, the first two, which is New Hope and mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, Indiana Jones and American Werewolf in London. Oh, wow. He's most famous for playing the Tusken Raider that attacked Luke at the beginning of Star Wars. Did he really? Yes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. So the assassin, who we didn't mention, but the assassin has no tongue. He got cut out, by the way. Not in real life. This is an attack. (laughs) He had no tongue. They put the voice over the top of him going, chat. No, he he didn't have a tongue in the story, Mm. but he's played by Barry Jackson, who would later go on to play the Time Lord of Drax in does the Armageddon Factor. He does have a tongue. Okay. Well, that's good. Yes. Yeah, it has not been cut out. Okay. But in the novelisation, 
this assassin would go on to help build Hadrian's Wall in the epilogue. Oh. Which was... That's a bit random. Yeah. It's a long time later as well, so some of the numbers are a bit odd, because he'd have been like 90 or something at that time. A lot of Romans don't live that long. Anyway. Especially not Maximus. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's... That's that. That's that. That's, that's the facts. Some facts for you. Fair enough. Um, bit of a mixed bag there, but alas. <laughs> <laughs> a mixed bag of facts. Um, I like that Star Wars one. That's quite cool. Fact. I like, yeah, that's a small world. Very nice. Of course like it is. I well, did, did, didn't really have an opinion on it. It was just like... <laughs> it was so neutral, you know. She <laughs> didn't really think that strongly about it, really. Enough to have a much better. Anyway, episode three. Conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of conspiracy going on, my child. And I've decided for my own sake I must get to the bottom of it. My husband, Caesar Nero, seemed quite taken with you. Oh, did he, madam? You will have to play as you have never played before. Too true. Oh, something else I forgot to tell you. I think I've poisoned Nero. Really? What? Caesar Nero wants you to put on a fight for him. Fight? Against what? Each other. Cut off his head. Ah! So... The Doctor gets wind of a conspiracy. The title is already living up to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually a tate, you go, what was that called, that? But so far the titles have actually been pretty spot on. Yeah. 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 So he doesn't, be t- he doesn't seem to be too concerned about the um, the dead body, though. So this is the centurion that we mentioned um, last time that Tavian has had killed or killed himself. God knows. He said, I've taken care of that problem. You know? Yeah. yeah so there's... The Doctor's kind of a bit like, oh, this is how Rome works, you know, there's assassinations all over the place and everyone's... It's great, it's great isn't it? He's like living on the edge and Dickie's like, uh, are so we metal. safe? <laughs> Anyone trying to assassinate me, I'll kill them. Except, yeah, I mean, he's like, oh, I'm looking forward to this. Um, of course, also in the Parrot Palace is Barbara. So this is um, her being taken to Nero. But she's meant to be the um, the new servant for the, servant for the um, Empress, actually. Cue to a creepy scene where Nero chases Barbara through the palace. Um, like yeah, he goes. A... It's like in a comedy, like comedy, oh. comedy music playing. And he's going, "I'm coming to get you, my I, darling." I really hated this scene. Yeah. As and you. she's going. He's literally. I'm coming to get you, my darling. She's like they're going around like a pole, and she's she's like going one way and he's going oh I'm going to come round and get you and you know she pushes that stay over there, stay there dear and then oh, as he's running God. after her that's when the doctor, the doctor this is one of those missed things where the doctor steps out of a side corridor just yes. as Barbara's gone mm-hmm. but not Nero so he bumps into Nero and Nero's like oh get out of the way you old fool <laughs> and goes after Barbara again yes yes but um, before Nero can drag her onto the bed because he catches up with her um, his wife comes in not moon. very happy. Because I think Barbara is on top of him at this point. Probably, yeah. Because she's like, he's got her arms. Like, yeah. And is like pulling I hate her on. this entire scene. And it's just at the last minute, he pulls her on top of him. And that's when the Queen comes in and is like, yeah. Barbara. This new servant. He's yeah. trying to woo the Emperor and take him from me. Yes. So, cue a conspiracy. Cue a conspiracy. <laughs> Another conspiracy. Another yeah. Which Vicky actually is well, she's not a part of, but she ends up kind of being a witness to part of it because while she's been sort of wandering the palace, she kind of you know 
was ended up backing up to get away from the emperor and she sort of walked into this where these um poison brewer place it's the palace's poison brewer which of course only rome would need yeah (laughs) job is to make poison for everyone to assassinate everyone so vicky is here for the episode and basically learns about poison and stuff yeah and the fact that it's so commonplace that assassination attempts happen she's like she's like don't you feel bad and she's like no no everyone's poisoning everyone i'm I'm just doing a job (laughs) it's fair game you know yeah she spends how good they are doing it yeah um but this is the uh, the latest conspiracy. So she's making a poison. At this time, yeah, okay, I've made... And I think Vicky under, goes under the table at one point and the Empress comes in and goes, um, have you made that poison for me? I would like to poison this slave woman. Vicky doesn't know it's Barbara. <laughs> yeah. She goes, oh yes, here you go. Here is the wine for the Emperor and the, the identical wine that's poisoned for, mm. for Barbara. And uh, for some as, reason, as they're not looking, Vicky. Yeah, they go out for some reason. Yeah, and Vicky goes, "Well, this is unfair. That thingy gets poisoned, so I'm going to swap the drinks around and poison the emperor instead." Yeah, screw the emperor, slaves win. Yeah, <laughs> um, pretty much. Although yeah. I don't think we see it, do we? I can't remember. I think she looks at it and then we can't wait. No, I think we fish it. I believe what she does. does. I don't remember. I can't remember. To be honest. It's, it's not really important. The point is that she did swap them. Yes. Um, and the, the drink get taken away by the wife. And it's all lovely, happy. Because I think Vicky's smirking. The doctor comes along. Outside, they're they're, they're doing. They're beginning the dinner, aren't yeah. they? They're kind of like this. And I think um, the emperor's there, and Nero's there, and um, he's coming on to Barbara. I don't know, Barbara, give Again. me a kiss for doing so well at this or whatever. And then she's like, "How about a toast?" So that's when she <laughs> grabs the drinks. Yes, and we're like, "Oh no!" Because she she kind of drinks it. Mm-hmm. Tries to down as much wine as possible to kind of null null the <laughs> oncoming the evening. Sort of, yeah, um, he's like, oh, and he goes to drink it and then kind of doesn't, and that's when elsewhere you say elsewhere the doctor chats to Vicky and because oh yeah, I think I poisoned the emperor. He's Lol. Like, what? You can't change history like that. She's no. like, what? He's a dickhead. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it was quite fair. So so the doctor comes running up and goes, Emperor, I have reason to believe you're about to be poisoned. Yes. And he kind of it's like. You know, we've saved you. And the Emperor's like, oh, my word, thank you. I'm pretty and sure then, they give it to someone else to drink, don't they? Yeah, like the, the, Emperor, the tester or whatever. He goes away and he calls up. I think this is a side character who's in it for the last few episodes who kind of annoys Nero. He's always like, get out of the way, you fool. Yeah. And he comes in and he gives him, he goes, test, drink this wine for me. He's not been part of this conversation. He goes, okay, drinks it and kills over. Kills over. And Nero's like, oh my god, he was right. Yeah. So the Empress is very unhappy that the, uh, the yeah. poison went to the wrong person. So the poison maker is now being sent to the lions. Yes. But yeah, um, there's now the great feast. This is where the Doctor has to play. Yes, he can't get out of it anymore. Or can he? Can he? He gets through the entire performance by doing a silent show. He pretty yeah. much says, the only the best of musicians would ever appreciate such a piece. And yeah, it's the the subtle the playing is so subtle only a only true musician true can, can hear, hear it. You know? So he does, and then the audience are kind of like, "What the heck?" And then after a while, they're all like, uh, "Yes, I can hear it too. It, it's amazing. It's amazing." Yeah, and they're all going, "Yes, this is great." Ha ha ha! And the doctor, I'm just going to get away with it, but in yeah. only of a fraction of a way because Nero leaves, and he's like, "Everyone's laughing at me." He made he made fun of me by doing this thing because I didn't know that everyone else was enjoying it. I really um, did not like Nero during these episodes, as you know. No. In episode four, actually, he finally was a bit more like the emperor that I was kind of. In this one, expecting. he was like fully over the top. Oh, fully like carry on! I was like, this yeah. is a bit much. He was proper OTT childlike. 
I think he takes Barbara to the gladiator arena to watch a fight. Yes, and he's also got in his mind that he wants to um, kill, get the doctor killed, and he doesn't yes. really let that on until they're at the gladiator fight. He says he's going to put, let him play in the gladiator arena, and then release the and lines. Then release the <laughs> so until then, he watches a fight, and the fight happens to be Ian and Didos. What are the chances? What are the chances? And I they come know. in, and Ian and Barbara go, Ian. Barbara, Barbara, it's you. And and then Titus is like, I'm sorry, mate. I know but, we're friends, but, but I'm, I'm going to gonna try and kill, kill you because I want a chance of my freedom, you know. So and Ian's like, no, please don't. But yeah. What he doesn't realise is Ian no. is a science teacher and will beat him. No, Titus <laughs> beats Ian and they have a fight. Ding, 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 dramatic. Yeah, dun, 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 yeah. I know that's Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek, yeah. You know. They have a sword fight and then Titus defeats Ian and has mm-hmm. a sword to his neck. Yeah, Barbara cries out as Nero orders Ian's head cut off. He puts his thumb and puts it down. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. That's, it. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, episode three done. I don't think I've... Oh, yeah, my, my biggest complaint with this episode, well, my biggest comment is the Emperor Nero. It was very pantomime <laughs> and it just didn't really fit with a lot of the errors of the episode and stuff. Um, I mean, I did a bit of the history research and it is true that Nero was a musician and stuff um and out of all the emperors he definitely wasn't the most cunning and he didn't like win any battles to get into the position his mother seems to have schemed him into being emperor by having other people killed but then again apparently he killed her as well so it's um it's probably a bit too jokey if i'm honest it's definitely i think the case of like a lot i think oh man did i make a note of this i don't know there's like a term in i think it's latin in which it's the I should have made a note of what it was. It was, it's where like when the, an emperor is no longer emperor and they um, besmirch their history, they go, "We didn't like the last guy, so mm. we'll destroy all records and statues of them, and we'll make up rubbish and go." Yeah. Oh, he was so fat mm-hmm. and smelly, and then everyone <laughs> in the future reads the history books and go, "Wow, he was very fat and smelly." Yeah. So I feel like with this, they have. They kind of knew that he probably wasn't like some because some of the accounts were like, oh yeah, he was he was a buffoon who loved food and was all this mm. sort of thing, and they've kind of lent a bit more into that into that false portrayal. Yeah, kind of, but I think they kind of I suppose they made the decision of that to be a bit more comedic as opposed to saying, oh, let's get the more realistic route in which he's more. Personally, I hated it. Yeah, I know, I know it's a comedy, but I was just like, this is just really juvenile comedy at this point. It was. Cringy to watch, to be honest. Um, whereas in episode four is a lot better. I mean, he's still quite childish in some ways, but it's much more, yeah, chop off his head, you know, burn that down. I don't care what happens. I'll get what I want, which is more what I was expecting from, you know, an emperor. And it's still a bit of a light touch to it. It's a right. light. They're killing everyone, but still. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was mostly just the bits with Barbara. I saw, God, I don't want to watch this shit, you know? Yeah. I have a Google. The word is damnatio memor- memoriae. Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Me. So that's uh, damning someone's memory. Yes. That makes sense. He, in the novelization, the Doctor accidentally releases lions. <laughs> and uh, now this is another note, which is intriguing, because recently there's been this magazine called Writing Doctor Who, and they had a fact in there, which was to do with this exact episode. And I thought, we're making a podcast about this episode, so I'll include this fact. So, in production at the time, the scripts were typed up into stencil paper to make copies. This was done by the production secretaries of the BBC. 
Although we don't know who did this, they would add their initials to the pages. Each would be do approximately five pages, so the initials for each episode, no, each part, each five pages. So they did them all five at the same time, so the whole episode could be done really quickly, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So the initials are SL, AM, JBP, SBP, AG, DW, SJC, EPS, HMA, JH, SC, and CB. So thank you to whoever they were doing that typing. God, that was a... That was like the fact. Yeah. Lovely. What? No, that's all right. That's it's about... different. It's about the writing process, like how they used to write it back in the days. Okay. And, of course, they won't get much credit, so I thought I'd give them a shout-out. I'm, I'm, sure... I'm sure they're very happy about <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm sure JBP is out there going, Ooh, my days. <laughs> I'm so happy now. I don't know. I don't know how she sounds, obviously. Okay. Or he. <laughs> That's all I've got for this, this episode. Okay, we'll move on to episode four, then. Episode four, Inferno. But not the John Pertwee story. You're thinking of. I wasn't thinking of that. I'm just gonna. Come on, Barbara! Today is your last chance to kill Nero. Yes. Kill Nero? I beg your pardon. Promise you I shall try to make it a roaring success. Good gracious. There's something burning. By tonight, all Rome will be ablaze. See what that is. Oh, it's only us. Well, it was you who gave Nero the idea, wasn't it? Nothing to do with me. You burnt his drawing. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so Inferno. This is, again, another cracking title. Tells you what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Exactly what's going to happen. So, that's the end of the episode. Okay, Don't an, burn. It was an Inferno. Yeah. Bye. Do we have an outro? I can't remember. Well, we have a little outro. You should, you should be listening. I should be listening. I can't remember. Yeah, well, I mean, we're just, we're just going to run... For, to be honest with you, there's a lot of this stuff in this episode. It's um pretty much assassination attempts coming to fruit, basically. It's... um. Mm. But yeah, you know, Didos turns his sword on Nero. First thing is, but he doesn't sacrifice Ian. He jumps at Nero. After a fight with the other guards, uh, Didos and Ian escape, promising to come back for Barbara. So Nero's not happy that Barbara knows he's Ian. We shall chase them, and you'll never get them now for the city. But we know they're connected to Barbara. They're going to come back for Put a big guard around the palace, you know. When they come back, we'll kill them. Yes. Um... Exactly. So this is where he kind of gets more schemy and less pantomimey. Mm. Yeah, um, he's not happy with Barbara anymore. He's not trying to chase her anymore. No. no. Um, Tavius kind of is coming to a raid again here and tries. He says he's going to try and um, help her escape, but um, that you know, it's pretty dim at the moment. Their chances because the palace is so well guarded. But he's like, you know, I will attempt to help you escape if you've got friends coming. Mm-hmm. And also, he actually does go and pass on the message to the doctor about the whole lion thing that Barbara heard Nero um, talk yes. about. Um, although she doesn't know it's the doctor, she thinks it's just a poor old chap that's going to be murdered. You know, yeah. so she's like, oh yeah, pass this on that Maximus is about to be uh, set upon yeah. by lions. Um, yeah, yeah. So I think at this point they find. The Doctor and Vicky find Nero's plans for New Rome. He wants to mm-hmm. build Rome in his Im- image. And yeah. They call it Nero. And 
they're looking at this and that's when Nero comes in and is like you were laughing at me you guards take them away um no, they're, they're chatting a bit first, aren't they? Yeah, there's, 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 there's quite a lot of puns here. We've yeah, the doctor, about because the doctor is stuff. aware that he, uh, the Nero is going to try and kill yes. him. Yes, so and he also he's, has, he's also Nero. worked out that the reason why Maximus came here was to kill Nero. Yes, mm-hmm. he's kind of dropping little, you know, things like will be a hopefully a boring success, success, and then you know, let's chew the fat and <laughs> you know that sort of thing. And Nero's like, like, how could you possibly know? He's like, like guards, come in, you know. Because I think he uses his glasses and accidentally, and accidentally, quote unquote, burns the plans. Yes. They set on fire. It's a sun and, trick. Yeah, and he goes, you bastard, you've burnt my plans. Yeah. Guards, take him away to be killing. I want them dead. The and then goes, wait a minute, you're a genius. This is the way I will this rebuild Rome. Rome. I will burn it to, to the ground. They don't want me to in the Senate, but if I burn it down, I'll have to do my plans. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so he go runs off with this burning thing, going yes. And, and the guards are like, oh, the guards what do are we like, do? And the Nora's like, did you hear him? Off you, you go. Heard him. I'm a hero. Let me go. And they go, okay, okay, fine. <laughs> They're like, we need to escape tonight. <laughs> Get the hell out of there before Rome burns down. Yeah. Um, so Nero orders torchbearers to be assembled. So he's very serious with this. So this is basically men who will burn down all of Rome. So it's all kicking off. Um, and so yeah, Ian, Ian, and Didos, um they they stow away amongst this group and. Bit of an oversight from Nero there. It's like, <laughs> these two will not get in because the palace is so well under thing. Anyway, do you want to invite lots of random people in to set fire to the place? We want there. criminals. We want rapscallions. <laughs> Bring them in. As Nero is telling the crowd, this is how you're going to do it. You're going to take these torches and and, and burn their own Rome. Mm-hmm. This is where Tavius comes in and finds it. And he goes, are you Ian? And Ian's like, yes, I am. Yes, and he's like, come with me. <laughs> and it takes him away and goes, here's Barbara. And then like, Ian, Barbara. Aww. They have a nice little reunion. He's like, I hope you escape. Yes. So head this way. And uh, Ian like tackles a guard, I think, and then off they go to make an escape. It's pretty much, yeah. It's quite yeah. a... Um, it is, it's not actually that difficult, I think, because it's, it's, that's the thing is, because there's this whole torchbearer plan, even though there's still guards outside, there's a lot of people around, a lot of unknown people. Meanwhile, the Doctor and Vicky are also escaping. Yes, they are. So they man- I think they kind of managed to basically slip out because no one's really paying attention. Yeah, because there's this massive plan to uh, destroy yeah. Rome. So every- there's all this fire everywhere. It's night time and everyone's going into the underworld. There's a funny little and- article when they're like, someone's rushing in the underworld. Who is it? And they open it and there's this little Vicky. And he's like, oh, it's just us. It's just us. And they're like, oh, okay then. Okay, <laughs> then. It's just us. We're just okay. taking a little stroll oh, outside. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. Because right. they've already got orders ready to stop Ian, um, Ian and Didos coming in. Yeah. But yeah, um, so it's they pretty much get out of there quite quite easily, which is fair enough. There's quite a lot going on. Yes, and then we come to the Doctor and Vicky on a hillside looking over the Rome, burning. Yes. Yeah, and the Doctor's like, you know, did I start this? Whoops. I mean, no, it wasn't. She was like, you, you kind of started it. He's like, oh no, it wasn't really me. It's like, you did. He's like, like, did you change history or influence that kind of thing? He's like, no, no, this is kind of meant to happen. Yeah. Maybe. Was it? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and that's a bit know. of a grey area. Um, Ian and Barbara arrive back at the villa first, though. They make quite yeah. good time. Um, yeah. I don't know where Didos goes. I think he's just... I think, he's, I think he said earlier that he's going to carry on up north to his family. I think. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Like Didos has been a real champ throughout this. He he's has. Like, I'll stick with you, Ian. And even when he was like, I'm going to kill you, Ian. I won't kill you, Ian. I'll kill Nero. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go against the Emperor of Rome just to help you out. He should have joined them, really, in their travels. He was a bit of a lad. 
yeah, it wasn't really that exciting. <laughs> but yeah, um, this is where Ian makes a fridge joke at Barbara's expense. Bit of, yes. a, bit of a get you back. He says, oh yes, we've got some in the fridge. And Barbara goes, okay. And off she goes, and then goes, wait a minute. And like, I got you. She's he's all happy, like I'm gloating. And then oh. Barbara lets slip that she was the one who uh, oh, yeah. bonked him over the head. And he was like, what? That was you? Mm. How could you do that to me? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a bit of flirty wrestling going on. Oh yes, proper flirty wrestling. Yeah. Like, he's picking her up and yeah, about to chuck her in the the fountain. Yeah, get her top wet. Anyway, that's when <laughs> the, <laughs> that's when the doctor and Vicky come in. Yes, they tell their tales of Nero and the doctor being Ma- Maximus. Um, yeah, uh, and of course, the, I think the they're, point they're, is, chill, is they're relaxing, aren't they? Actually, yeah, they're relaxing right. by this point. It's almost as if basically they never met the two groups. No. Even though they were so close to meeting, they were part of the same thing. Neither of them know that, you know, they were there. So, yeah, the doctor's like, we met Nero, and Barbara's like, so did we. And he's like, oh, no, rubbish, you've just been here all week chilling. Yeah, they literally, they're mocking and Barbara's holiday at the villa. Yeah. Um, and Ian and Barbara don't get a chance to tell them about their adventures. So mm. it actually goes to the point that they had no idea that they were there. Yeah, they're just like, what can you do? You've had a great rest, so you can do all the heavy lifting. Mm, yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh. <laughs> You may pick up the TARDIS when we get there, because of course it's still in a ditch somewhere. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, um, that's pretty much towards the end. Now the four return to the TARDIS. Um, yeah, I think they kind of cut to the TARDIS, don't they? They and do, all... yeah. The girls go and get changed Vicky's out of their Roman clothes. The, the previous events of the story to Barbara and Ian, and they go, yeah. oh, yeah. And then they head off. Ian yeah. goes to the Doctor, who's busy himself around the TARDIS. Mm-hmm. He says, Doctor, what's wrong? And he says... Something's wrong with the TARDIS. The something's TARDIS pulling it down. It's caught, something's called the TARDIS and it's being pulled down. Dun, dun, dun. So, another that. cliffhanger leading into the next episode. Mm. I quite like it. It's a bit, of a, a bit of a tease, I suppose, for yeah. what's coming up. Yeah, so I've got a couple of notes I wanted to mention. There's not sure. too many, but um, the Emperor was definitely a bit more improved in this one. He was a bit less pantomime Because even after say, the... Yeah, he he, he killed a guard. Yeah, and there was the bit where he was laughing... Manically, yeah, with the fire. Well, the thing. fire was burning all around him. Yeah, but a bit more. Oh, there we go. That's a bit more what I would expect. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no, because one of the guards wasn't fighting hard enough, apparently, so he took his sword and stabbed him in the stomach. But yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, the whole Doctor and Vicky looking over and Vicky being like, you know, you you did this, surely. And I was like, ah, no, it's not my fault. But eventually he starts laughing whilst they're watching Rome burning. And it's kind of yeah. a mirror to... Nero's evil manacle laugh that's doing the same thing and it was a bit of a weird one I'm not going to yeah, lie because it's almost a bit like he's like, like oh it looks pretty doesn't it that yeah fire. I he... did google it it seems like how many people actually died and there is no record because it's so old but it was yeah. like I've got facts so I'll check it out but of how many of how much of Rome is destroyed and how many mm-hmm. lives probably were lost to him and you see thinking, wow it's pretty isn't it yeah, <laughs> it's like standing was... going wow that explosion in Hiroshima is pretty, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Pompeii looks nice tonight. Yeah, yeah, Fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he um he almost seems to be uh finding it uh finding it amusing, um that he's made <laughs> that, that, he, that he's been a part of inspiring he's, this he's been bit. Part of history. And it's like, okay, but but still. Should I check my notes? Yes, facts and bits and bobs, please. I probably have some facts about Rome here. Oh, yes, I mentioned earlier they they played more towards the myth side of the fire. So the actual fire took nine days. Did it really? Six. And then it restarted for three. Oh. Yes, and Nero wasn't actually there at the time, but a rumour was started that he was. 
although there's no historical account of him fiddling while Rome burned, which is the famous here in this he's playing his lyre. His palace also burned down, and he created a new one. The total death count is unknown, but 10 out of the 14 districts were burnt down, two-thirds of Rome. Damn. They just display that clip, but with all the screams going on at the same time. So Papaya was Nero's wife, and was in this, and Locusta, who is the poison lady, who's a real person, Mm -hmm. helped helped Nero poison people, but wasn't like a court poisoner. Oh, okay. She's a bit like a witch. Yeah, I think she just made some poison sometime. <laughs> Fair enough. So, as well with this fire, Nero afterwards opened up gardens and public buildings to accommodate refugees from the fire and help give them food and stuff. But he blamed the fire on Christians, which caused a massive persecution of Christians in Rome. Oh dear. Yes. The story was later referenced in Fires of Pompeii. Was it really? Yes, the doctor goes, oh, I Biden, you know, that fire in Rome, it wasn't me. As he's walking along with Donna. And William Hartnell and Verity Lambert thought the comedy went a bit too far here in this episode. Oh, really? So I thought it went too far in number three. Yeah. No, no, just the whole story in general. Oh, okay. Yeah, I suppose it was a bit too spoofy. Quite spoofy. Quite carry on in some places. And in the novelisation, the Doctor did start the fire because he dropped a torch by mistake into the sewers. Which then oh. caught fire down there and burned Rome down. So it was directly him that did it, mm. I suppose, this. That's worse. Yeah, that's much. Basically, didn't do it purposefully. Yeah. So, is, this, is that everything you've got for episode four? That's everything I've got for episode four. Okay, so you know what time it is now. I do indeed. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. You're listening to a Big Finish production. Big Finish. We love stories. You're listening to the Big Finish Corner. Okay. Take yeah. it away. Theme tune gets gets better every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny thing is, you wouldn't think there were stories since last episode, the fact that they fell off a cliff. But of course there is, because... Well, they, well, they've been there a month. Is. They've been there a month, but there have been two stories in this gap. However, they are conflicting. One is a short story, and one is a book. I see. So the short story I have read. It is called Roman's Cutaway, and it's about the gang. The TARDIS crashes, they climb out. The Doctor and Vicky go to find help, I think. Then they arrive at the villa, and they go, we're at the villa, and they find the caretaker of the villa who's mm-hmm. dying. They kill him. No. Okay. <laughs> they don't. They're just like, I love fighting, beats him up. <laughs> um, and mugging, and mugs. Um, no, they find him, and he's been attacked by a lion. And he's dying. And he says, please, it was my duty to protect this villa. Please, take over in my place. Eat all our food. Eat all our grapes. Drink all our wine. And, yeah, smash our vases. Eat our peacocks. Yeah. And they thought it was very well, I will do this. <laughs> like, that's probably a good thing. Like, this is if they went, please look after my shack. You'd be like, oh, no. But please look after my Roman villa. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, I will. Please look after my mansion in the Seychelles. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I will. Yeah, sure. Um. And then they go, oh no, the lion's still on the loose. Oh. But meanwhile, Ian and Barbara, they're attacked by said lion. Barbara manages to... Kick it in the face? Kick it in the face. No, she, I think she climbs <laughs> a tree or something. Okay. And That's Ian a little sensible. He's like, oh no, it's going to get me. And he kind of climbs the TARDIS and then manages to climb the cliff that the TARDIS fell down. The lion's oh, going wow. at the bottom going... Rawr, rawr. Rawr, rawr. And Ian kicks a rock which lands on the lion's head and, <laughs> and kills it. 
Fantastic. That's the Dr. Dickie turn up and go, watch out for the lion, by the way. <laughs> and, yeah. and then they go to the villa, and in the villa, um, yeah, they kind of chill down for the night, the first night, and Barbara's like really exhausted and going to sleep, and Ian's like telling her about the stuff, and just kind of goes, wants to tell her, he says, you know, she's like, oh, you're so brave finding this lion, and he's like, oh, I'm not that brave, and she's like, I can't even tell you I love, oh. Oh, and he doesn't oh. finish the sentence and goes to bed. But we know Barbara actually heard it and reciprocated the feelings by mm. the power of going into someone's mind in a prose. Lovely. There you go. So it's it what, we like, what we like to see. Cat, we're cat stuff. The other alternative is a novel, Byzantium. I've not read it. So I'm going to give you a brief summary because I've not read it. Fair enough. So they land and instead of going and ending up in the villa, they go to Byzantium, the city. So while there. They have a great time. They don't. It's that they have a horrid time. <laughs> they 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 go to this place and they are attacked. The, there's this big like terrorist attack, I guess. Like okay. these fanatics who go crazy and kill lots of people. And basically, all four get separated and believe the other four are dead. The three. The other three are dead. Yes. Yes. And Idols, who said no, he's not. There. No, this oh. is before, so he's not there yet. Um, but yeah, they all believe the others are dead. So they went up in a really... This is like late 90s, early 2000s, where they kind of went real real dark and grim. So, for instance, uh, it's all quite bleak. Ian is tortured. Oh, damn. Barbara is stoned. Oh, Jesus. And not in a good way. Uh, and he <laughs> gets nearly raped by a Roman soldier. Oh, what does that to talk to the doctor? Nothing. Well, the doctor ends up in a cave translating the Bible. Poor fella. That's not right? so bad. Well, I mean, man. it's not the best thing in the world, but... Ian has a bit where some women come on to him, though. And then he goes, no, I'll never have sex with you. And then that makes someone go, you're respectable, young man. The fact that you didn't have sex with him. And they go, you will join us in this. And we'll talk to you or whatever. So anyway, they kind of all are running around having a horrid time. And then eventually they, they all meet up. And then they head off back to the TARDIS. Fair enough. That's a drop me the link to that story. Yeah, sounds great. Sounds like a barrel of laughs. Yeah, um, this story does make a mention though, which I found I found really interesting because I'm a nerd. <laughs> was that the doctor goes? The doctor mentions the fact he's been to Mondas before. Oh, okay, the planet yes. Cybermen. Yes, because in the tenth planet, as we'll find out, but I've seen it. He is aware of the Cybermen. He goes, "Oh, I'll tell you what's on that planet up there." Yeah. Metal men. So he knows of their existence. So this kind of goes towards explaining that by saying he's been there before. I see. So I think it's a, quite an interesting um, thing for stories there, potential. But it is contradictory as shit. Somewhat, is it? You said they both contradict each other. Oh yes, there's a novel and the uh, short yeah. story. Yeah. How did she live? I thought stoning usually killed people. Well no, they decide not to. She's stoned by Jews and they go, we're going to stone this Christian and... They do, and then eventually one of them goes, I think he's the rabbi, goes, don't you see she's a traveller, we should be trying to look after her and we'll help her. God, and they no. go, okay. So there's a lot of like religions trying to kill each other in this, there's like Roman and Jewish and, and Christian, probably, yeah. and yeah, and it's lots of killing and yeah. Sounds, like, sounds like Rome, yeah. So I'm like, okay, we'll read it, we'll be fun. No. be a fun read, fun no, afternoon I've, read. I've not read this one, despite the fact yeah. it's been a while. Since the episode, episode, I've not got around to reading this. It's alright, I don't hold it against you. Okay, I the, have failed. Big the, the listeners might, but I don't. Yeah, 
So maybe maybe a fan of this book will be sitting there going, that doesn't happen, you've taken everything out of context. How dare you? How dare you? That Roman brought her a nice dinner. And <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so yeah. That's it for Big Finish Corner. That's it for Big Finish Corner. Lovely. So we'll uh, crack on with the ratings. Crack on with the ratings. I think I'll go first. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on the plot slash writing of the episode? Well, I think I'm going to give it a seven. Okay, why seven? Because I want to. I mean... Fair enough. That's... Yeah, I don't really want to go into too much detail, but it's pretty much... <laughs> okay. It's pretty much, you know, it was... Why don't you keep your questions to yourself, Alison? It's my opinion. It's my opinion. I'm not telling you shit. I'm not telling you shit, and I'm not changing it. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. No, pretty much it was. Uh, it kind of had. Um, I quite liked some of the com- comedy elements. Um, everyone kind of had something to do. Um, they all had their own little stories, and it didn't feel like it was lagging too much. Kind of what there was a, a good amount for each episode. What kind mm. of happened? So yeah, it was all right. Yeah. Acting talent. Ooh. Um. Possibly. Possibly a six here. I don't think it's quite as good as sometimes. I think I just didn't like the whole the way Nero was, you know, acted as well. I don't know if it's Yeah, there's a couple of bits that it was a bit too spoofy for me. So, yeah. Hmm. Alien slash villain of the week. Ooh, well, this is. A bit. A Roman Nero, I guess. Yeah, probably a five. Okay. Yeah, it's just a bit. Uh, maybe a four, Neutral. actually. Should I go four? Oh. Yeah, I would go four. Screw it. Go with four. My word. Addison's not looking at me with That's the lowest it's been since the Warlord Tagana. I think it's been lower since then. Well they re- the, the thing is is there really wasn't there really wasn't much of a um a good villain. There was just Who do you prefer, Nero or the Warlord Tagana? Tagana, I think I really didn't like Nero. Really? But T- Tagana, to be fair, that's more difficult because he had like seven episodes to <laughs> yeah, uphold. Whereas Nero had three. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah, no, um, yeah. I mean, it was the slave traders were just a bit meh. There was no real. Oh, yeah, they kind of vanished, didn't they? Exactly. There was no real kind of big bad or kind of yeah. It was just a bit like Rome. The, the situation Random was Roman the Roman soldier in boat who got yeah. The situation was just kind of the the villain. It just it was a bit too comedic to be all that villainous. Sometimes it kind of didn't feel too um, yeah. dangerous a lot of the time, except for barbarous. Yeah, no. So yeah, yeah, for, yeah. Good character episode. Oh yes, I'd say so. I'd say this is probably an eight. This is a wow. probably its strength yeah. in comparison to the um, villain one. Yeah, there was a lot of character moments between Ian Barber and stuff and Doctor and Vicky. It was. I suppose it's helped that they had like a month off to kind of you know it's yeah yeah because Vicky's relatively well she's very new to the TARDIS group whereas by the end of it she doesn't feel as new. Hmm. Yeah. Special effects slash monster prosthetics. Hmm. Well. There wasn't really much on the special effects front, to be honest. I mean, they used quite a bit of the old stock footage, um, the boats and whatnot, and then the sets were nothing special. It was, you know, the villa was quite nice, but yeah, I'm probably going to have to give that a six. Okay. It was okay, but it wasn't amazing. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'm going to a five. No, mm-hmm. a six. I like the togas. It's a six. I like yeah, the togas. Costume good. Costume <laughs> right, yeah, that's me done, so it's your turn. To me, I've got some decision making to do now. Yeah, how exciting. I hate decision making. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think about the plot slash writing of the episode? 
A seven. Okay. Any any reason why, or keeping it close to your chest? Yeah, keep keep off. It's my opinion. Don't know how to explain. Okay. Fine. <laughs> uh, I next. think it's. <laughs> I think um, it's probably stuff that comes up later more, as like you say, is the. I thought the comedy bit was quite good. I think I think, and then it's probably most because of the character stuff mm-hmm. that's added in for everyone, which I quite like. Okay, fair enough. Um, how about acting talent? I'll start between a six and a seven. Do a six then. Always err on the side of caution. But how do I how do I know that's the right well, way the, to air well, my caution? Because it's obviously not blowing you away. More the act, the character stuff. Okay, I'll go with a six. Okay. Three, alien slash villain of the week. A ten out of ten. Nero was a man. No, I don't know what to think of. Um, um, yeah. I think I'll five, I guess. Yeah, that's It's fair. balanced, because like you... Maybe five, maybe six, I guess, because... I think when when, he, when he's quite ruthless, he's quite good and stuff. But I don't he's think he's barely it's, good when he's ruthless. Because he's because he's, he's so comedic, you don't really get a grasp of no, his the, character. The, the I think. threat's not really there a lot of the time. It's there's not the villainy yeah. side of things that you really usually get in a Doctor episode. Because it's all his motivations are so, like you say, childish and over the top of him going, yeah. "Oh, you're a better liar player than I am," and that sort of thing. Yeah. You it's kind not, of don't get that sinisterness that would balance that out. No, it's, it's not really. There's no villainous there. He is basically more of a comedic character who yeah. just does villainous things. Yeah, basically. Yeah, um, how about a good character episode? Very good character episode, I did. Not so much I'm Vicky. I didn't really get to know her a bit more. The only bit was the bit with the poison, where she was very just like, yeah, I just swapped the poison. I just poisoned the Emperor. But she got a little bit throughout, but I think yeah. it's definitely more of a Doctor and Barbara and Ian one, isn't it? Yeah, you say that, but then again, the, Ian do- and Barbara the, 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 and the Doctor. Vicky got a lot of seeing the Doctor firsthand and his craziness, which was quite True. funny. Yeah. I suppose she was kind of the straight man to his mm. comedic. Did you way. give her no, score for this one? You spotted that I did not come to the decision. Um, seven or eight? Okay. So pick one. Eight. Okay. So, special effects slash monsters pathetics. Same with you, really. There's... I mean, set's good. Nothing makes you go, wow, what was that? I know they pers- I know from my reading that they, they were not happy with some of the effects, such as mm. Rome burning and that sort of thing. Yeah. But Do you think maybe like a five? It's okay. Six. Oh, mm. okay. Better than okay. This numbering thing is really confusing. Sometimes I'm like seven is okay, and then sometimes I'm like five is okay, and then sometimes I'm like, well, one is okay and ten is amazing, sort of thing. And then sometimes I'm like, yeah. five is okay and yeah, zero you, is bad. And you're not very good at, yeah, no. no I mean, the numbers are going to be all over the place. <sighs> yeah, this this is what I'm trying to steer you on the straight and narrow. Hmm. Five is okay, you know, a neutral face. Think of it as a straight line. Ten is a super happy. Zero is a really sad, sad face, yes. face. Okay. Okay. So anything lower than a five is not necessarily Maybe. bad, but it's leaning it's like more towards bent, the sort of thing. That's zero. Yeah. Okay. If you want help, that even hellbent is zero. There's, there's some good bits. There's a bit probably about three, I guess. Jesus Christ! Two, two or three. What are you gonna give? So you're never gonna go below a. To be honest with you, with you, I know you, what you're gonna score it. You're gonna go for a six. 
as a bad one, seven <laughs> as a neutral one, and an eight if you like it. That's yeah. your, that's, that's usually me. your three scores. Then everyone's happy. And then I do three, fours, nines. You go, what? No, I think I, I did Tagana as a four, or no, three or four, or something like that. Probably a four. <laughs> yeah. You? And then I felt really bad. I <laughs> felt bad for the actor. It's a slight, slight sad face. You are, I don't like this. What have I done? You are funny. I'm a monster. But, but yes, um, that's... Yeah. So we agree it's a one. Lovely. No. <laughs> <laughs> we agree it's a five. It's okay. No, it's a six, I think. Should go on a five. Maybe we should both go on a five. You go five. And you go five at the same time. We'll both say five at the same time. Okay. <laughs> Three, two, one, five. That sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> Mine's a four, yours is a five. Oh. Permanent record. Oh no. I could just cut the rest of it out and I'd be like, well, what, what do you think, Alison? And you're like, five. And I'd be like, oh, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> We've got all the actors in who are now upset now. No one you. would never know that you originally had a six. No. Anyway. Anyway, yes. <laughs> that's the end that's, of the Romans. That's the end of Thanks for slating that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Romans is finished. That's it. That's it. That's all, folks. What she said. What she wrote. What she wrote. Yeah, so we're going to be moving on to the next next episode. I'm going to go start watching that. We've got a six-parter. It's uh, called The Web Planet. The Web Planet? Yeah. Including a sci-fi. We've gone from history to sci-fi. Have we really? We have. Well, why is that sci-fi? Because there are no web planets in history, I suppose. Okay, anyway. Anyway. Anyway, let's go and watch this and we will find out exactly why it is sci-fi. Right. And then we and can we'll, report. And we'll let you know. We'll report back, because I know you're waiting on Ted Hooks. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. Speak to you next time. See ya. Bye. <laughs>